Support for the Trailblazers.fm podcast comes from the Campaign for Black Male Achievement, a national membership network of more than 5,000 members all across the country working to improve the life outcomes of our black men and boys. I'm so excited to share that on Thursday, October 18th, CBMA will be celebrating their 10th year anniversary and commemorate a decade of growth and impact for the Black Male Achievement Movement. Now, this gala is going to be honoring Tanya Allen of the Skillman Foundation, one of our past guests, John Rogers Jr., the CEO of Aerial Investments, and George Soros, founder of the Open Society Foundations. To learn more about purchasing tickets to the gala, or if you'd like to become a sponsor for the event, please visit blackmailachievement.org, or you can shoot me an email, steven at tbpod.com. You're listening to the Trailblazers podcast, where we will explore the stories of successful Black professionals. Join us as we highlight the knowledge, resources, and tools of these accomplished trailblazers to help provide the know-how, confidence, and motivation you need to blaze your trail. And now, here's your host, Stephen Hart. Blaze Nation, hello, what's up? Wagwan, how are things with you today? Listen up, the day this episode goes live is August 6th, and a special day for all Jamaicans. It's the day Jamaica became independent from Britain. So for all my Jamaicans listening, happy Independence Day. So we're fast approaching the end of this summer break and I had no idea that one, we could survive this long, right, without any fresh new interviews. And I'd never done this before. And I'm surprised because not only did we maintain our download numbers, but they've actually increased over the summer break. And so the podcast continues to grow. But secondly, I'm so happy that it all worked out and that I actually learned quite a bit in the experience of it. And we actually created a new category of content creation with the masterclass type episodes that we did a few weeks ago with Donald C. Kelly, with Minda Hearts and Kwame Christian. And so that may be a new way of us producing content in periods where we don't have scheduled interviews or we're in another summer break like this one. But just so you're aware, between episodes, between the summer break, I should say, we've actually been recording quite a bit. And so I recorded a number of episodes in April and May of this year that haven't yet been published that were intended for an entrepreneurship series that is coming live in September. And I've continued to record, just started back recording out of my so-called summer break this week, this past week here. So and I have probably half a dozen interviews throughout the month of August that are scheduled. So between episodes that have been recorded and those that are scheduled now, I want to tell you that we are all but done with the year of 2018. 2018 is pretty much a lock at this point. And I have to tell you, we have some amazing episodes lined up for you guys. And so good news. We're back. We are hopping into new interviews the first Monday in September. And actually, we begin a new series. Our very first Trailblazer Entrepreneur Series begins on September 10th. This is a really, really special one because we're kicking off with an amazing interview, a conversation I had with Janice Bryant-Harroyd of the Act One Group. For those of you who don't know who Janice is, She's the first African-American woman to build a $1 billion business, and she's now generated 
multiple billions in revenue. But it's an episode that you do not want to miss. That's all I have to say about that, right? <laughs> but the series in general is going to be terrific. We have some heavy hitters over a six-week period of time. So I want you guys to get excited. Help me spread the word about the upcoming series. We're featuring seven trailblazers over the six-week period. One of our episodes has twin brothers who are crushing it right now in the middle of the country in a business that they're running. It's going to be something truly special in the buildup of this podcast and all that we've done to this point. So I am so excited and looking forward to sharing that series with you guys. So many of you know that I am a brand geek, right? In fact, I've been working with a coach and we've actually redefined my title. And so I now identify what I do as me being a brand alignment strategist. And what that means is that I help professionals, I help entrepreneurs, corporate leaders, creative individuals like yourselves to develop, market, and grow your amazing personal brand and your digital footprint. And some of you may have heard me talk about this before, but over the past two years, too many people probably to count have reached out to me and asked for asked for me to feature them as guests on the podcast. And many times I would read their story or I'd, I'd hear their story if it's someone that I've met at like a networking event. And on the surface, things sound really appealing, right? But then I'd Google them. I'd Google their name. Oftentimes nothing comes up or if something came up, it kind of left me like blah, right? Like eh. And I'd see their website. I'd see their social media. I kind of lose motivation to bring them on, right? If you tell me that you're the go-to for X and your website leaves me indifferent, if I can't find any one social media platform where you've shown your knowledge, your expertise in your post, in your content that you've created. If I don't see a following, if 20 people are following you and all you're posting are memes, probably not a go-to for X that you told me, right? And so this is happening over and over. I mean, this has been happening now for months. It's still happening to this day. But here's the thing that I quickly realized. If a relatively smaller media player like me, I mean, I'm a small podcast, right? We're doing seven to maybe 10,000 downloads on a monthly basis. So small fry, you know, small fish like me feels away about that. Imagine what the Huffington Post and the Forbes and the Fortune and Black Enterprises of the world are going to look at you and think, right? Like if you're asking for media because you just wrote a book or you're beginning to consult and coach and you're looking for business. If you've not taken care of your personal brand and digital footprint, that's going to be a problem. And here's what I realized. Even if you're not an entrepreneur, let's say you're a corporate leader, let's say you're in middle management, at some point, you're going to be looking for a job, right? Is a recruiter Googling you? <laughs> right? Like, think about that. Answer is you pretty much can bet that they are, right? And what they're finding out about you is up to Google, right? If you haven't taken the steps to make sure you're in control of what's going to come up. So I've had this happen several times over where someone has no digital footprint. They've really developed no social media presence. They did not maximize use of developing a website, developing a presence on a couple different social platforms where those results are naturally going to float to the top of a Google search for you. Then what ends up happening is sometimes you can find that if you had, and this has happened a couple times, too often to mention, but I've seen people who have had arrest records back in college, right? Back years, decades ago. 
but they have no footprint, but the county still keeps this record up. Public record's still out there. So, you know, it may be first or second page of Google, but your name comes up in public record in some county you probably don't even live in anymore. And, you know, what this person who's looking for you, doing research to figure out if they want to hire you, they're seeing a mugshot instead of you taking control and providing them information that you want them to see. So I'm saying that because, you know, sometimes people think, oh, I don't need a website. I don't need to tend to having social media out there. And you could be wrong, right? Because that might be what helps you to make sure what someone's going to find on the first or second page of Google is good, positive information. Even if they tap into the other content out there on you, if there's a negative review written on you, if there's an arrest record on you, if someone else wrote negative press on you, that you have some positive, you have good content out there to counter that and to at least leave somebody able to weigh between what they're seeing. If they're only seeing negative, you're in that position, right? Where you're likely going to lose out on a job, lose out on a client, lose out on business. Maybe you're a service-based professional, right? Like an insurance agent, you're a lawyer, a realtor, dentist, something along that line, right? You're getting searched too. In fact, my wife is the number one person that she's one of those Facebook moms, right? Who surveys her mom network for referrals for different professionals or services. So all too often, I've seen her look for handymen, look for insurance agents, look for legal assistants, look for doctors and dentists for ourselves or for our kids. And many times I've seen what happens with that is if she creates this post and she gets 25 or 30 different responses. Listen, if you didn't have a Facebook that that person referring you could tag, or if you don't have a solid web address that that person immediately thinks to drop into that comment, you're getting beat because there are several other responses that come up that make it very easy for Kristen to click on and do her research on that particular provider or service. And so you have to be aware of your personal brand, your digital footprint, if you're a service-based professional. Lastly, if you're an entrepreneur and you don't get that, you're in a bad place, right? Because having a business in 2018 without a solid website that's mobile responsive is like you taking a kayak without a life vest out to sea in the middle of a storm at night. (laughs) you're going to lose, right? You're going to get beat every single time by that next guy. So I realize that there's a huge need for this because I've been polling folks and a lot of people have said to me, hey, Stephen, I know I need this, but dude, I have zero technical knowledge of what to do and how to get this all done. Another thing I always hear is, look, I can't afford to spend several thousand dollars right now on building a top-notch site and a brand presence. And I get that because I've worked with several corporate projects where we spent tens of thousands of dollars on a website. Even for individuals, some individuals can spend upwards of five grand developing their brand presence and footprint. And so doing brand development, doing it right for several years, the honest truth is that it can get expensive. Another reason too is that you don't want to really go it alone. At this moment in time, so many things change. So many things change day to day with social media, with digital media. It's really hard for you to be a technician, to be a professional who doesn't have marketing knowledge and know what to spend money on and not get taken, right? 
not spend your money and end up with a pretty crummy end product. So I thought, you know, this would be a great opportunity for me to maybe share with you guys because I geek out about this stuff nonstop. Marketing, branding is my alleyway. So I talk about this on other episodes, on other podcasts that I'm a guest on, but I don't often do it on Trailblazers often enough. And so I thought that this week and next week, I would do some solo episodes and share with you some of my mission fuel around you building your personal brand blueprints. And so much of what I'm going to cover today is we're going to talk a little bit about what happens with you developing your personal brand or even your business brand, right? This is applicable as well. So one of the more common responses I get when I ask people, you know, what comes to mind when you think of your brand, when you think of the first thing you need to do when building your brand or your business? Now, I'll ask you the same question. What's the first thing that comes to mind? Well, a lot of people, you know, approach me and they often think of a logo, right? They think more often than not that they need to build a logo or develop a logo. And the truth is, it's absolutely not the first thing, the first place we should be starting off from is not with your logo, right? I personally, in my process, I encourage folk to define their foundation. And I have a formula that I've helped people walk through. I define that formula as your A plus MVP. And this refers to your audience, your mission, your vision, and your product. Uh, We're going to talk about the audience piece in next week's episode. So you definitely want to tune in next week to hear some of what I'll share about how you define and do the research to make sure you're nailing your ideal customer, client, or listener if you're a podcaster as well. But let's talk about your MVP quickly. Your MVP refers to your mission, your vision, and your product. So your mission the M in this equation, in this formula, describes your why. I want you guys to get really clear before you get going on why you're pursuing a specific career or why you'd like to start a business, right? Your why has nothing at all to do with money. So I want you guys to sit down and think through this and just know what your why is about, right? What's going to keep you motivated when things aren't sexy, when you're finding yourself in this dark, ugly valley that you're having to walk through alone, because often at that point in time, you don't have people cheering you on, right? Everyone is gone about their business at that point in time. So if you don't have a strong why, you oftentimes will be one of those people that turn around and run for the hills behind you, and you're giving up. And usually, unfortunately, it happens just before things really are about to take off for your business. So Really get crystal clear on your mission, on your why. It's really that important. Next up, that V represents your vision. And so with your vision, I want you guys to sit down and go through this over a couple of weeks, right? I took about two or three weeks to do this. I encourage most of my clients to do the same. You could rush it, but it's really important that you give this thought and you do it right. Because your mission is going to have you going through and giving thought to your legacy, right? What do you want your legacy to be when we look out 25, 30, 40 years from now, right? Some people put a spin on this and say, write your life story from the vantage point of you being 75 or 80 years old, right? What would you write down? And in doing this exercise, by the way, when you're thinking about 30, 40 years from now, imagine that there are no obstacles or barriers in your path, like what you have maybe in your way right now. So remove all the obstacles, remove your story to this point in time, 
don't paint the picture based on where you are today, right? In a perfect world, in a perfect scenario, I want you to document what you'd love your story to be out to that point. How would you like your children, your grandchildren, family, loved ones to be describing you 30, 40 years out from now? That's the vision. Once you have clarity on the vision, and this is the reason it's going to take you a few weeks to give thought to because you're initially going to start out limiting yourself and then things will get clearer and you'll get a little bit bolder and you begin to have a little bit of fun with this, right? But I want you to be bold and think big and think outside the box, right? Once you've gotten clarity on the vision, you can now begin to bring it back. We're going to reverse engineer what your 10-year goals might look like, what your one-year goals might look like. And then we can begin to task things out to start realizing our vision. But what I want you to do is bring this back to what 10 years out from now could realistically look like to get you to that long-term vision. I call it the 10-year goals, your BHAG, your big, hairy, audacious goals. Uh, once you get through, once you've gotten through your 10-year goals, then we're going to bring this back. I'm going to begin to map out what the next year looks like that can feed into taking that bite out of the larger 10-year pie of what you're working toward, right? The beautiful thing in this, you're no longer having to wait until the dreaded end of year New Year resolutions that put blindly stated words on a piece of paper that you won't even know where it is come mid-February, right? We can do this exercise right now in the middle of August, you know, and you can say, look, 10 years out from now in August of 2028, this is what my life will be like. I will be a New York Times bestselling author. I'll be an international speaker. I'll be an internationally recognized radio host and coach and whatever your vision, whatever your story, you want to be a Nobel Prize winner. I mean, like, think big. Think about what you really want to accomplish in your career, with your business, right? Flesh this out. Give it thought. And you're going to want to keep this front and center now, right? Because when you're able to flesh out the 10-year BHAG and then begin to define what each year's goals are to be able to work towards those BHAGs, right? You're getting strategic. You're deliberate about everything you're doing, working towards those stated goals that you have. So once you're clear on the goals, guess what? Life begins to have much more clarity. You feel like a cloud just moved and you're all about the blue skies right now, whether it's your job or your business. So to have the sense of clarity and purpose around what you should be doing with your life. A lot of people, sometimes you may have that feeling of, well, I don't know what my life's purpose is. I think this exercise will help some of you to get clarity in that area. So if you're in a job right now that doesn't align with your long-term vision, doesn't align with your BHAGs, guess what? You can now begin to do the work to get yourself in alignment with your long-term vision. Likewise, if you're running a business, your goals, your tasks, even your products and service offerings should be in alignment with your long-term vision of how you want things to actually end up, right? So give thought to your vision because it has truly a lot of impact in uh, setting the right foundation for your brand. The last P in our MVP is your product. And I touched softly on this a second ago, but here's something to keep in mind. You don't just want another product, right? You don't just want another product. I don't want another album to have to download in Apple Music, right? If Beyonce released the album today, though, <laughs> best believe I'm downloading it, right? I'm getting an album. And why is that? 
the truth is, if you think of Beyonce's mode of operation, right? She's not giving you another product, another album to consume that's just like five or 10 other albums that came out this week. Beyonce is a legend for a reason. She thinks about every word, every musical instrument, every thought, every emotion that we are going to have in that album while we are consuming this content she has given thought to. She has made sure that her album has a unique edge, has its own unique identity, right? And so likewise, you want your product, you want your service, whether that product is you, whether you're packaging yourself to an employer and we're talking about your career, or if you're an entrepreneur and you're packaging product to be sold on Amazon, you need to be clear on your unique edge, your unique angle. You need to be clear on how you're serving a solution to a challenge or a need of your ideal consumer. You need to be clear on how you're packaging your offer. You need to be mindful, right, of how you're messaging, how you're developing messaging. It needs to be simple and clear. Confusion creates, if you confuse, you lose, as Donald Miller often says. So give thought to your MVP, your mission, your vision, and your product. We are about 25 minutes in right now, and I also wanted quickly to touch on one other thing around your personal brand development, right? When I talk with clients of mine, we often work through 10 different brand elements that we're going to define in the process of building a brand. But quickly, I just wanted to point out three really important elements that are vital for you if as you begin the process of building your personal brand and your digital footprint. These three elements are your color palettes, your fonts, and your imagery. Your color palette is the exact colors that you'll be using in your brand, right? So a lot of people don't give thought to color and the colors that they use, but it's pretty interesting. I mean, research out there points out that like 90% of people make a first impression within seconds based on color alone. Right. And so it's really important because different colors have different meaning and stir different sorts of emotions in folk. Right. So, for example, blue is a universal color of trust. Doesn't matter where you are. Right. You think of Facebook, you think of IBM. There are establishments that people trust. You give Facebook a lot of information and you're on there all day, every day. IBM, I mean, look at a bunch of other brands that use the color blue you'll recognize that, generally speaking, that color is one that most people trust, right? We think of other colors, like the color red, for example. Red can symbolize love, right? Think of Valentine's Day and hearts, right? Or it could symbolize action. If you think of a lot of the buttons that you'll see on other websites, oftentimes there's a red button, right? It's a call to action or danger, right? So depending on the use case, red has certain kind of emotions that are generated based on where that color is used. So keep in mind, the color that you use is really, really important. And you want to develop a color palette for your brand where you have, you know, one or two core colors that you use as well as maybe a couple accent colors, right? Neutral colors and accent colors. I usually have a call to action color that's used only in the case of call to actions that I have peppered throughout my website or through my marketing and promotional material. Second element is your typography or your fonts, right? And again, I usually attempt to select two or three fonts for my clients. There's usually some type of a header font that you use on your website or 
in the header of specific documents that you create. For the most part, we're going to have a primary font that's used in a website. That might be your body font, right? A core font that for the most part, that's what 90% of the time you're using throughout. And then you might sometimes have like a third font that's more of an accent that you seldom use, but it can really give your brand some separation, some pop and help you to separate yourself from the crowd. The last brand element that I wanted to touch on, it's really crucial to get it right, especially now, is your imagery. And I'll loop in your photography as well. So it has to be some strategery. <laughs> and yes, that's a made-up word, so don't please don't judge me on that. But I want you guys to get a little deliberate at times with what types of images and photography that you put up. You want to make sure that the things you're putting on your brand, on your website, on your social and digital feed, they're high quality, high resolution images. And also, especially on social media, I love some of you, but I have to say this, on some of your Instagram, you guys just randomly post all kinds of quotes that you get from anywhere, memes you get from anywhere. It just looks like somebody just threw up on your grid, on your Instagram wall, right? And you'll notice because you could think of some brands that you go on, you see the consistency of color, you see the consistency of imagery that they'll use, you see the consistency of the fonts or folds or filters, right? And you're like, wow, this person thought it through and it looks, it's very deliberate, right? And very strategic and it looks great. So Listen, even if you're not a Photoshop head, right? Even if you're not techie, you can go over to canva.com, open up an account. You can create a couple templates, right? For your quote blurbs and at least employ some use of your color palette and your fonts more consistently throughout use within your social media as well as cohesive, right? Like it being cohesive across platforms. So if I'm seeing a post of yours on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on your website, there's cohesion. There's, I know that's your brand. I see your colors. I see your font. I see your style. I see, you know, the images and the photos. It's consistent. So whatever you do, be a little bit more deliberate about that. I love when people reach out to me and they say, Stephen, I love what your brand looks like. I love the way it feels, you know, and it tells me that, you know, they understand and they appreciate what I've done to separate my brand to separate, you know, the brand for the podcast or the brand for Steve Nehart or brand that I developed for others, you see that across digital. It's very consistent and it leaves a positive impression on people. And that's what you want. So if you're still like Steven, listen, half hour in, I love you. I know I need this, but I have no idea what to do or how to get this done. A lot of you have been reaching out saying, you know, can you help me? Unfortunately, I've been so incredibly busy that I've had to turn away several one-on-one -on -one client relationships in the past month. So I'm tapering off the one-on-one -on -one service. Those that I do, it's getting a little bit more expensive now, but I have some great news to that end, right? I am doing that. I'm turning it away so I can create space and time for something new that I wanted to share with you guys beginning today. So you're going to be hearing more about this in the coming month. But this October, I'll be opening the doors to our course that I've developed called Brand U Academy. You're hearing it here first. This is going to be a six-week course that gets much deeper into all the elements that I shared and a whole bunch more, right? We're going to go through your web design and development. I'm going to give you all my secrets, my tactics, tips, best practices, right? All my students in this course are going to receive the same premium WordPress theme that I use included in the cost of the program. And 
You're going to have some of the custom development that I've done employed on your own site. And this is going to allow you guys, by the way, this theme is amazing. It allows you to edit your websites on the site. So if you're not a techie, if you don't know any kind of code, this is going to save you time and money and allow you to be extremely effective and efficient because it's more drag and drop. So you'll get things done easily and quickly, right? I'm going to also walk you guys through all that you need to know about digital and social media as it relates to keeping in line with your personal brand and building and marketing your personal brand and growing things, right? How to do video, how to handle your email list building. We're going to touch on a number of topics. So again, I'm going to share a lot more about this in the coming month. But if you're interested in learning more, if you want to sign up right now and put your name on our waiting list, so you're one of the first people to hear about this when it comes live, I want you to hop on over right now to stephenahart.com slash brand you. stephenahart.com slash brand you. And sign up if you'd like to learn more about when this offering, when this launch happens, and when we open the doors to this class. We will only be accepting 50 students, and the cost is going to be extremely affordable. It's not going to be expensive at all. And so obviously, it's going to be a limited opportunity and high demand because of that. So if you're interested, I want you to sign up today. Right. So Blaze Nation, I'm giving you first dibs on signing up so you're on the list and you can take part in this amazing course that I'm going to provide. And you're going to have access, direct access to me each and every day for about six weeks and lifetime access to this course after. So that's it for today's episode. I want you guys to tune in next week again. We're going to get into round two. I'm going to talk a little bit more about what goes into researching and building your ideal customers, right? And taking that from there to build your target audience. And so it's going to be a great episode. Don't want you guys to miss next week. Tune back in. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you found this helpful, please share this up on social media and tell your friends and your colleagues and your fam to check out the podcast. Until next time, have a blessed and profitable day and week. God bless. Well, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Trailblazers podcast. I'll be posting links to all of today's book recommendations and links mentioned on our show notes page at tdpod.com. If today was your first time listening to the Trailblazers podcast, I just want to extend a warm Trailblazers welcome to you. We're so happy to have you here and we encourage you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. Go ahead and browse through some of our past episodes to keep the knowledge flowing. If you're a fan of the podcast and today's content, and you're maybe already subscribed to the podcast, please continue to share and invite your friends, your family, your colleagues to listen to an episode that you think might impact them most. We believe that someone listening to these inspiring stories will be moved to make significant changes that will have generational impact for many others, both now and well into the future. Don't miss next week's episode. New episodes are released each and every Monday by about 5 a.m. Eastern. Trailblazers, jump off this podcast today. Go find a way to rise above, go way beyond, and keep blazing your trail. Cheers. Cheers.